Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast today entitled, The Beat of Our Heart. Do you know that a heart beats 115,000 times a day? I learned this week that a woman's heart beats slightly faster than a man's heart. Do you know that most heart attacks happen on a Monday? When we talk about the heart, a lot of times we're talking about our body and heart health and staying very healthy. But when we look at scripture, the heart is really a symbol of love and of life or anything that is the center of utmost importance. In the Bible, when the heart is mentioned, it's very uncommon that it's referred to as the human heart that pumps blood. Rather, it's a very important concept in which God seems very interested. You know, the heart is considered the seat of life or strength. And hence, it means our mind, our soul, our spirit. It's really one's emotional core of themselves, their emotional nature and understanding. There's the heart really means our spiritual being, and it represents wisdom and feeling in our lives. You know, a prominent story of how God demonstrated his interest in our hearts is is found in the Old Testament. We read in the Hebrew Bible in the book of Samuel about a shepherd boy who was chosen to be king. You know, during that time, they were looking for a new king, and Saul was in charge of finding this new king of Israel. And the Lord said to Samuel, he said this, Don't judge a man's face or height, for this is not the one. I don't make decisions the way you do. Men judge by outward appearance, but I look at the man's thoughts and intentions. And what God was saying is when you choose a king, don't look for someone who might be very handsome or strong or very tall, but look within their heart. Jesse had six sons. And he passed them in front of Samuel, and he said, these are my sons. And he had strong, handsome boys, and many of his sons were very strong soldiers, but they just didn't make the cut. And finally, he said, don't you have another son, your youngest son? And he said, oh, yes, and he's out in the field. He's not a soldier. He's just a shepherd. He's tending to the flock. And he said, I want to meet him. And when Samuel met him, he knew he had a heart for God. He was a man after God's own. The concept here is that when everyone seems to be a good choice, the one whose heart beats differently is the best choice. You've heard that expression where they say, he's, he's just a great person. She's a wonderful person. They have a good heart, meaning the core of their being, their essence of who they are is fine, loving, and compassionate person. Jesus said these words. He said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. When Jesus gave these two commandments, he said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart. He met the core of who we are. It really is a holistic approach. We love him with our heart, our soul, our mind, our intellect, and then our very strength. And then he told us to love your neighbor as yourself. 
if we could encapsulate these wonderful commands into our life, wouldn't the world be a better place if everyone loved God with their whole being and, and took that love and then put it into action by loving their neighbors? The world would be a better place. You know, David really did have a heartbeat for God. King David, his heart beat as God's heartbeat. And David's heart seeks to obey God. Perhaps if the heartbeat of David could be translated into word that Samuel would hear love, humility, kindness, integrity. He would hear a love for people and more importantly, a faith and a trust in God and obedience to God's will. If we were to listen to our own hearts today, what would we hear? If we were to look within our hearts, Perhaps we see some unforgiveness that maybe we haven't dealt with, someone we need to forgive. Would we see maybe some revenge of someone we are harboring negative thoughts about, maybe we haven't released or let go of? Is there some hatred in our hearts today? When we look within, are there things that might be harboring in our heart? We're having a hard time. We're struggling letting go of. You know, Jesus talked about the fruit of the Spirit. And we read about this, we read about this in the New Testament and the book of Galatians that we are to have love, joy, and peace, and patience, and that we as Christians should sow kindness and goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the things that are in our heart that others see. In the Old Testament, the book of Proverbs, we read this. It says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. We have to watch our heart because the words we say and the actions that we exhibit around other people really come from our heart. Our heart affects how we think and speak and act. Our relationship with God and our relationship with other people, all very vital actions. God created our hearts to be beautiful, and only he can really understand exactly what's in our hearts He created us to communicate with him and to have a heart for God. And when our heart beats for God, our heart beats with God's heart. We're in communion and connection with him. Then, as we're in connection with him, we have a clarity of God's plan for us. My prayer for you is that within our hearts today, we would have the love, the joy, and the peace And all of these virtues that when our actions are shown to other people, they'll know that we're different. That there's something different about us that our heart and God's heart may beat together, knowing that our actions will show others that we have love. Thank you, and God bless you.